Tuesdays and happy Tuesday. I had to chuck. <laughs> happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome to the Melanated Way. I'm Linda Entwee. Uh, hey, Nikki. Hey, Better Days. Hey, C. Cruz. Hey, Tanya. Let's go. I love it, Joy. Uh, welcome, you guys. I hope you are having a very awesome Tuesday. Hey, Stephanie. Uh, let's do a little bit of housekeeping and jump right into it because I have a lot to say. Um, hi, Halima. So support the show. Support the show. Support the show. When you support the show, we can make more shows. Um, and, you know, it's is some work and I'm, I'm trying to get some new editing software. So anything you can do to support the show would be much appreciated. Bottom of your screen, you can see where you can support uh, via Cash App and Venmo. And speaking of Venmo, let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Um, I know that I had already said, I think it's Kiera. Kiera, I got a cash up for you and I just wanted to show you what I appreciate you. Um, so yeah, Venmo cash up and PayPal available as well as uh, in the live chat, you guys, there's super chat, super stickers and super thanks available and everything and everything is appreciated. All right, let's jump into The Family Chantel, Season 4, Episode 13, Hot Pursuit. Listen, Pedro was 100% in Hot Pursuit. Hey, Vanessa. <sighs> what about editing software? I'm saving to get Adobe editing software because I'm doing all of this stuff um, and more shows. And so I want to get the Adobe editing software. That's, that's what it is, Vanessa. Nikki says, I've been waiting on your thoughts on this mess. Team Chantel all the way. All right. So here's the thing. Okay. So Pedro asked Chantel for a divorce the day before. You cannot tell me that he did not have a full on plan in place. He was never going to give this marriage any type of time, energy, effort, uh, no counseling, no therapy, nothing. He had a plan and he had an escape plan. You can't tell me that you sat down with your wife after quote unquote separating in a separate room and then deciding after a few weeks, a few days, whatever it was that, oh, that's not working for you. And you feel like your space has been violated. So let me get this right. You've been married for this, to this woman for how long? And then you, you've decided that you want to separate and he, you're in a separate room, but she's still trying to work on the marriage. So she's knocking on your door and you feel your, your time and space is being violated and that's not healthy. Well, what's not healthy is talking about what the real issue is and letting your wife know exactly what the problem was. But no, instead, you tell your day, wife on day one that you want a divorce and by day two, you're pulling up with a U-Haul and you already have a place. You do, Pedro. Pedro, you know you just didn't find an apartment just boom like that automatically. That 5000 that you took out months and months and months ago, or whatever it is you took it out, that 5000 was absolutely a first and last or deposit or whatever on an apartment. And you had this full whole thing in mind. The thing that got you, which I noticed, is that you're all about the money, honey. And you now wish that you had taken all the money out of the account because that was your plan, but you thought, oh, you wouldn't be able to get away with it. So now here we are. So <sighs> he goes on to say that when they bought the house, he thought Chantel would be more of a nester. And that says, he says Chantel hasn't been growing with him. What? 
What do you mean Chantel hasn't been growing with you? What do you what are you talking about? In all the years that we've been watching you on TV, Chantel went through nursing school, got her BSN, okay, is a proper nurse, worked the front lines of this pandemic. So what are you talking about? She hasn't grown. Like what? Clearly, you guys have been both working towards your future, right? So you were working at a warehouse. Chantel got her degree. Then you took a, what I found out, an online class to get your real estate license in 72 hours in Georgia. And now you have a career and you think that you're growing and she's not. She's got a degree. What part of that isn't growth? And for anyone who, all my nursing, medical field people, I know how hard it is to be a nurse, be a doctor, be in the medical field. So uh, shout out to you. Because oftentimes it can be a thankless job. And they give and they give and they give and they give. So you cannot tell me for one minute, Pedro, that Chantel hasn't grown. If anything, you haven't grown. You haven't grown. All we used to see you do is play video games all day. You were twitching all day, every day with all other cast members. And then all of a sudden Chantel pushed you like you can't stay home and do video games all day. So you took a course and then you became a real estate agent and you've been a real estate agent for five seconds, but you've grown and she's not. Stop playing Pedro. Just stop it. Um, then he goes on to say that she was not putting in the same amount of effort as he was all these years. Have you lost your mind? Have you lost your mind? Have you forgotten the fact that you couldn't work for the first six months? So who was supporting the whole family? Who was supporting, who was putting food in your mouth, Pedro? Who was buying your toilet paper? Who was buying your hair gel? Who was paying for your gym membership? Who was paying for your car note? Who was paying for your insurance? Because you couldn't work. But let me get this right. She didn't put the same amount of effort in as you have all these years. I don't know how we're going to sit here and change the narrative because your narrative is on international television. You could go back to episode, you could go back to season uh, five or six of 90 Day Fiance and start there. Start there and start your journey and see where you've come and why you've come this far. Because your wife right there supported through a lot of that. So I don't know what you're talking about that you didn't put, she didn't put in the same effort as you. Now I get it. You worked at the warehouse and you put, you know, that money that you worked at the warehouse and you helped her get through school as well, but she was working like three still part-time jobs. So it was the two of you that were working together to move her forward. So again, what are you talking about effort? Like it doesn't make sense to me. So he's going to go to his old place and his new apartment he tells Chantel, walks into the room, tells Chantel, you know, it's over. Um, this is the first step to divorce. I found my own place. I'm moving into my own place. And Chantel was, you know, obviously upset, right? And then she's like, well, there's nothing. I, you've made your decision. There's nothing I can do about it. So do you want me to help you move your things? And she starts, you know, taking stuff out of drawers, even like lingerie that she bought for herself, but for him, she's like, you can take this with you. You can take it all. Just take it all. And I thought that was a really sad moment. 
And, you know, she's sad about it. She feels like Pedro is abandoning her. He's abandoning a beautiful wife, a beautiful home, the picket fence, everything. And he's throwing it all away for what? Because she still doesn't know what the issue is, right? Because Pedro hasn't communicated to her what exactly the issue is. Has he fallen out of love? Was this a marriage scam the whole time? Did she do something to push him away? Like he hasn't used his words to say what exactly it is. So she doesn't even know why he's throwing it all away. But she knows that she can't stop him. And so as he's taking all of his stuff out, she asks him, you know, where are you going to stay? Like, where are you staying? And he wouldn't tell her. Now, if that's not some shade, I don't know what. Like, it's clear to me that you don't even want to be civil with your wife. So you don't want to tell her anything about anything. You clearly didn't tell her that you had been plotting and planning this move and new apartment for some time. And now you don't want to tell her where the new apartment is. Hmm. Seems like there's more to your story, Pedro, than anything else. Like you can't have that much venom for someone unless there's something that's happened behind the scenes that we don't know about. All this extra venom and, and animosity has towards her doesn't make any sense to me, at least. If you guys have an opinion, definitely pop it in the live chat. Let me take a look at it. If you're watching the replay, let me know. But I just, I don't get where all this venom is coming from. <clears throat> Joy says, I think he holds resentment against Chantel for taking care of him all these years. And now he's taking it out on her since he's successful now. Well, that makes no sense. So you have resentment because someone took care of you? That is crazy. So... Do you feel like, are you saying that you think that he was feeling emasculated these all these years and then finally he feels independent and because he felt emasculated all those years, he resents her? Is, is that what you're saying? Because, ooh, Lord, if that's the case, I don't, I don't, would never get that because are you not supposed to help your significant other? Are you not supposed to be the two of you against the world? And sometimes you're up and sometimes they're up and sometimes you're down and sometimes they're down. But between the two of you, you work it out together. Isn't that how it's supposed to work? So should one person not take care of the other person? Ridiculous. Um, okay, so <clears throat> since he won't tell her where he moved to her other logical question is well how are you going to be paying for said apartment and he took that offensively and she's like well no we haven't really talked about monies we haven't really talked about this i didn't even know we we're getting divorced you just sprung it on me yesterday so like what does that look like and you know how are the bills going to be paid and he's like you know 50 50 until we get divorced and she's just shocked by the whole thing. Her perception of who he is as a man, who he is as a person, who he is as a husband, and what he's capable has, of has changed. She didn't realize that this was the same dude. Because honestly, you guys, he doesn't seem like the same dude. He doesn't seem like the same dude that we've been watching for all of these years. And so <clears throat> I just don't know. Right. And, and Chantal is like, you know, he clearly doesn't care about me. He doesn't care about my well-being. And he honestly has shown that he could care less. And we're seeing that all this season. This season has been hard to watch. And we're all still trying to wrap our mind around 
what is it that he's so mad about? Where is all this animosity coming from? Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that that's true, too. I think that, you know, when you don't come from a healthy, stable background, you definitely learn what you've seen and you learn what your environment is. And actually, Aubrey says, it's crazy, but Pedro's family has very regressive ways. Remember, his mother, grandma, and aunts are all adulterers. He doesn't know what a stable family is, and he resents her. I think you're absolutely right, and that's why he talks so much shit about about her family. And, you know, looking at her family and who her, her role models were, both of her parents married for 37 years. Their parents married for many, many years. So she doesn't know what, you know, divorce looks like. She doesn't, she only knows, uh, you know, nuclear family. On the opposite side, Pedro, you know, he's, I hate to say it because it's such an old term, but he's like the bastard child, right? He's a side chick's offspring, never knew his dad, has resentment about that, has resentment to the mom because the mom lied about the dad, Um, you know, so he has not had real male role models or real role models in what a healthy and happy relationship should look like. And guess what? He can't communicate because his mom doesn't communicate. He tried to talk to his mom and remember last season, all last season, she's, she got mad at him. She's like, Oh, I'm not going to help you find your dad. I don't care about it. And lied to him all the time. So he doesn't know what healthy looks like. And then all of a sudden he's in this relationship and she's trying to have a healthy relationship with him, but he doesn't know what it looks like. That's a really good point. Actually, Aubrey, So she just can't believe it. Can't believe it. He's in the garage packing more stuff up. And she's like, I just can't believe this is happening. And he blames her again. He says, you push me to my limits. You're selfish. And I wanted to know, well, what were those limits? What was it? Was the fact that she went to see your mom in the DR to talk to her? And that's that's what pushes you over the edge? Like, what is it, Pedro? We're still waiting to know what exactly it is that pushed you over the edge. And so Chantel's just really sad. Never thought Pedro was going to leave her like this. Uh, She doesn't know what to do. She can't believe that this whole time that this could be a marriage gem and that he didn't really love her. And she's just sad and confused and so you know since she's been back with the dr she hasn't really been in so much contact with her parents because and her family because she wanted to try to work this out on her own she wanted to not throw pedro under the bus because they've worked so hard to establish a good relationship with her family right which i totally understand but now since shit hit the fan she needs her support system so she needs her family so she goes goes over to the house um and she's like you know what i'm just gonna have to share with them because i haven't been sharing those things with them but now she's feeling hopeless she's feeling alone and she's happy that she'll be able to confide in her family so she gets there you know they're in the backyard chilling <clears throat> nikki says he's never he will never have a real answers or he never will have real answers because he's been hiding something period. 
I'll never believe otherwise. Oh, for sure he's hiding something. He's for sure hiding something. And I I personally know what it is. <laughs> um, so she gets to her parents' house and she tells them that Pedro has moved out. He wants a divorce. And she feels betrayed. She feels confused. She tell she just gives like highlights of what's been happening in the last little while that, you know, he stopped coming home at night. They did. So you, you guys, do you remember, do you remember like episode two where Chantel's like, oh yeah, we haven't had sex for three months. Well, by episode 13, which, okay, that's fair because they film over a period of time, but she admits this episode. They haven't had sex in a year. A year? Y'all haven't had sex in a year? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Pedro has been checked out. Tell, listen, y'all. Listen. Family, listen. What man do you know that is not having sex for a year? I'll wait. I'll wait. What man do you know on this planet that is not going to have sex for a year? Unless he's an incel, there's not one man that I know that is not. And you have a hot wife sleeping in the bed beside you and you don't want to have sex with her? You know what? You know what? Stop it. Stop it. Y'all need to start reading between the lines because that's some bullshit right there. They're in their thirties. They're in their prime. They should be sexing all up and down that brand new house. You bought a brand new house and you didn't, you didn't, um, Christian all the rooms. Stop it. Then we find out that in the joint bank account, he took out $5,000 and she's putting two and two together. Like, that was probably the down payment for the apartment. <sighs> listen, y'all, listen. Listen, family. It is not, what is the saying? If it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. That part. It is not making sense. Unless you put two and two together. And then it'll make sense to you. And, okay, so Thomas and Karen are not happy at all. Thomas is like, it seems like he's trying to purposely hurt my daughter. And that we thought he had good intentions, but clearly he has not any good intentions. And he has his own agenda. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He has his own agenda. Listen, if my baby daddy and Chantel get together, I will not even be mad at it. I would not even be mad at it. Go ahead, Drake. Slide into the DM. Slide into the DM. Slide into the DM. Yo. I won't even be mad at you, Drake. I think I think that would work. I think you and Chantel would totally work. So go ahead and slide into those DMs. Oh, wait, you already have? Okay.
Joy says, who's got the other two? Because I need to put it together. <laughs> That's funny. So Thomas is not impressed with this whole situation. And neither is River. River's like, you know what? If someone wants to walk out of your life, let them walk away. He always had doubts about Pedro. Remember the big fight that they got into, the fist fight that they got into where weaves were flying and shit was a running amok. Um, but he gave Pedro a chance. They actually became friends. They were cool. And, you know, River was like, well, maybe I misjudged him. But now River's seeing that clearly I didn't misjudge him. You are who you are and you just showed your hand. Ridiculous. So the family's all um, going to support Chantel. And Papa Thomas is like, you know what? Right now you need to protect yourself. So you need to just take a deep breath. Uh, go ahead and take like a couple day vacation. Get your mind straight. You know, take a step back get some rest and then you're going to have to put some things in order and you're going to have to protect yourself and your interests. And listen, you guys, one thing that a scammer doesn't like is to be won over on your own scam. So Pedro, you know, had been plotting and planning as far as I'm concerned, because there's no way that you just found an apartment the next day. There's no way that however many days ago, weeks ago, you took out $5,000 for no reason. There's no way that you already had a divorce attorney on speed dial unless you had been planning. And there's no way that you didn't have sex for a year. I personally think his exit strategy was a year long. That's what I think. I think that year that you weren't having sex, you were plotting and planning to leave Chantel. And you were just waiting for the exact moment that you can make your move. That's what I think. That's what I think. And that's why you're not open to even trying to fix it because you weren't trying to fix it at all. You were trying to get out and you're mad that you just found out from your lawyer that you could have got your citizenship three years ago. Cause guess what? He would have done it three years ago, y'all. And now he's put his citizenship in jeopardy. Okay. <sighs> rude, rude. And so <clears throat> Thomas and Karen are really disappointed in Pedro. And, you know, they talk about all the process and how long the process was, you know, to make things good with Pedro, to mend that family. Because remember, it was rough for Pedro because the family wasn't accepting him for a long time. Right. But here's the thing I always say, you guys, you have to go with your gut instinct. You go with your gut instinct and that's it. It's when they wear you down and you're, you start second guessing your gut. And then all of a sudden the person shows you who they are. That's like the twin, the twinder, <laughs> the Tinder swindler, same shit, right? He was able to like be Rico Suave, maneuver his way into the hearts of these women and, you know, lay down a little bit of money that he'd already stolen from another woman and be like, Oh, I'm going to fly you across the world. and I'll put you up in a good hotel. And by the way, can you give me 50,000? Can you give me a hundred thousand? Okay. Because in this episode, all Pedro cared about was the money. 
So you put all that together. It doesn't seem like it's that dissimilar. So, yeah. Thomas and Karen are really disappointed in this whole thing. But Karen, because I love Karen-ism, said foul things have a way of coming full circle. Foul things have a way of coming full circle. Yup. 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 And you know, I'll say this. Pedro better dot his eyes and cross his T's because these internet sleuths are no joke. Okay? They are no joke. So if he has any skeletons in his closet, under his bed, in his car, in his socks, in his wallet, wherever he has those skeletons, all I'm saying is that he better have them like deep, deep, deep because the internet sleuth will find exactly where they are. And so Karen's like, you know what? At the end of the day, all for one and one for all and family sticks together and they'll be having Chantel's back through thick and thin. So now Pedro's at home at his new apartment and he's accusing Chantel of swiping all the money as soon as he moved out from their joint bank account and left him with nothing. And how does he know this? He tried to go shopping for some things for his new apartment and his card got declined. And he's like, oh, that can't be possible. And so he went back into his car, you know, he went online, checked the app and found out that $265,000 was gone. And he's alleging that she got a cashier's check and she's walking around with all his money. And he says that it's his money, that he's been working hard for that money and she just took it. And he thinks that she's using that money because he says that she said, if you divorce me, you have to pay me because I brought you to the U.S. So maybe he says she tried to get her payment. Now, listen, okay, no, wait, let me just go on for a second. So then he calls his sister, Nicole. And like, why call Nicole? What, what, what does Nicole know? First of all, she's already a mean girl. Second of all, she's 100% of Chantel as is. So what is Nicole going to tell you? You barely just started talking to her. You barely just realized like, okay, blood is blood. So we're going to have to make up and talk at some point. But you know, she's a shitty individual. So what's she going to tell you? Anything good? Because she never does. But let's go ahead and call Nicole. And here's what he did, which I was so irritated by, you guys. He says to Nicole that he's going to the house to talk to the woman. Now, if you're a scammer, you would talk like that, right? Like, how are you able to shut it off like that, Pedro? So now she's the woman, the woman you targeted, the American woman you targeted so that you could come to America and have a better life and then send all that money that you were making back to your mom and then eventually bring your mom over and Nicole over and have them up in a house that you buy for them so that you can go ahead and make them have the best American life as well? Because who talks like that about their wife of seven years? Who says, I'm going to the house to talk to the woman? Unless you were scamming, and now that you've shut it off and you've made your move, she's back to being the woman that you were scamming. Outrageous. 
facts, scandalous facts. I was going to say, scream it to the people in the back. The woman that he harvested the American dollar from. That, <coughs> that part. I have to calm down. I'm getting outrageous right now. Okay, so. This is where Pedro, instead of saying like, oh, she took the money or she swiped the money, Nicole says Chantel robbed him. And from that point forward in the episode, all of a sudden Pedro is saying, yeah, she robbed me. She robbed me. Listen, do you know what robbery is? Look it up, Pedro. She didn't rob you. She can't rob you when it's a joint account. But well, let's talk about that shortly. So Pedro's like, you know, I just want what's fair. I want 50-50 of the money. I want 50-50 of the house, et cetera, et cetera. Which, you know, that sounds logical, right? They're married, so... I, I mean, that sounds logical. But I feel like there's more to it. Oh. So then he says, which I thought was interesting, because have we not been watching him this whole season, go to work, go to work, go to work, hang out with his coworkers, say he's like, moving and shaking, moving and shaking, selling all these houses, showing all these houses. Isn't that what he was portraying this whole season? And then all of a sudden this episode, he says that he hasn't worked. He has no clients right now. He's not making any money. And that she made it so that his life was impossible to work or to do anything. What the fuck are you talking about? What what did Chantel do that made it impossible for you to go and drive to your job, drive to the real estate agency and do your job? What was Chantel doing exactly? Because from what I've seen, you've been going to the office, not only going to the office, you've been going partying with your coworkers afterwards. And you even admitted you go to movies with them, you go shopping with them. So what part is it that she's done that has made you impossible to go to work? And that's why you are not working right now. What? So now you can't work? Because to me, again, if you look at it through the lens of a scammer, sounds to me like he's laying down the foundation for the long con, right? So... Chantel is financially responsible for him for 10 years, no matter what. So now all of a sudden, Chantel took the money and now you can't work. So guess what? Chantel is going to have to financially support you because you can't work. Get out of here. Get out of here. Ridiculous. I see it. I see it. I'm seeing what's happening here. Laying down those bricks, brick by brick by brick, so that you can have plan A and plan B, which makes no sense to me unless you were scamming. But you're adamant that you haven't been. So, so um, he is bitching to Nicole that he has bills to pay. He has his car, his insurance, the apartment to pay. But in the meantime, he is going to go to his divorce attorney on Monday and make sure he files the divorce paperwork. And if she decides to answer or not answer, he's still moving through with that. Um, and we talked about that last 
episode, right, where even if she doesn't respond, the courts after 30 days will continue the divorce process. Um, and then he lied because he said on national TV that the lawyer told him that what Chantel did with the money is robbery, right? But no, you didn't use that word until Nicole said robbery on the phone call you just had. So, but now you're saying that the lawyer told you that it was robbery and that she can't take out the money without his permission. Now, anyone out there who has a joint account, that is not how joint account works. Now, if it's an authorized user, then it's different. If someone's an authorized user on your account, absolutely they have to have your permission to take any money out. But if you guys, you're both joint on an account, any of the people that are jointly on the account can withdraw money and no one needs permission from anyone. Okay. You go into the bank, you fill out the paperwork, they make you sign a signature card, they sign a signature card, boom, you're good to go. Now, if you're an authorized user, then yeah, you sign a signature card and on the card it says, if you want to draw withdraw an X amount of money beyond this amount of money, then you have the authorization from the actual account holder. Why are we acting like we're brand new? especially when it comes to money. So then he's also mad that he said that Chantel told him that the money could stay in the account until everything got resolved. And then he's that she stole this money and he wants it back. Well, you're only mad because the conner got conned. The one that tried to get you got got. That's what you're mad about. Everything else, why would you be mad? If you were so unhappy and you're so busy working, focusing on yourself, growing as a person, putting in the grind, like you said, because you want to grind, grind, grind and make your money in the next like two to five years and then you can have fun. Well, Again, you just said again in this episode that you haven't been working. So what is it, Pedro? Are you on the grind trying to make all the monies and do all the things? Or you now can't work? Make it make sense. Because it sounds to me like you're saying different things. Every week, something different. This pops into your head. Back at the Dominican Republic, um, you know, Nicole. Mean Girl says she can't believe that Pedro and Chantel are getting divorced. And I was like, why can't you believe it? You've been the biggest instigator, the biggest problem person, the most jealous of Chantel. So you wanted them to break up and you made it verbal to everyone and anyone that would listen to you. So now why are you now surprised and that you thought that they were going to be together forever? What? Who are you guys? Like you say one thing one week and the next thing you say something completely different. I'm just trying to figure out who you are. Like, who are you? So she's out with her coworker slash friend, tells her friend about, you know, Pedro going through a divorce. She talks about uh, Alejandro coming into the Dominican Republic to see her and his divorce and how basically, you know, she tried to get back with him, but her mom reacted terribly and kicked him out of the house and things ended badly. They didn't talk for a few weeks. She tried to remove him from her life, but she can't because guess what? She doesn't really want to. 
And so, but she says, instead of like, I don't really want to do that. I want to be with him. She says, oh, but he loves her a lot. So because he loves her a lot, she can't remove him from her life. Because if it's that, that sounds a bit stalkerish. Why don't you just be honest, Nicole, and say you want to be with him, but you're too weak to stand up to your mom because you and your mom have a dysfunctional relationship. Coworker thinks the same thing as me. Coworker's like, you know what? Nicole at work says all these bad things about Alejandra, but she always gets back with him and she doesn't get it. She just doesn't get it. Obviously, Nicole wants to do what Nicole wants to do, but she also wants to complain. Like, it's so hard for her. Then Nicole starts whining that Pedro chose his divorce, but she doesn't feel like she gets to choose her life. Well, you don't get to choose your life because you're choosing not to choose your life, right? So your mom hates Alejandro and she says all the bad things about him. And so now you feel like you can't be with Alejandro. But meanwhile, your mom says mean things to you. And I know I say this every episode because I just, I can't get over it. So you can imagine if I can't get over it, what Nicole has in her mind and why she's so dysfunctional. When your own mother says to you, to your face, that you're not worth even half a cent, how do how do you not, not hold on to that? How do you not be a mean, because both of them, Lydia and Nicole are mean girls and they are toxic towards each other. They're toxic to other people. They talk in front of your face and behind your back and it's all nasty. It's all nasty things that come out of their mouth all the time about every other woman. They're not like, hey, real women support real women. No, they're rather like, hey, as a woman, I'm just going to tear you down and I'm also going to tear you down and you down and you down and you down. Total mean girls. And not only do they tear other women down, Lydia tears her own daughter down. So you want to make your own choices, Nicole, and be a big girl and do your own thing and live your own life, then that's going to be on you to make that choice. And if you don't, then, you know, you have your only yourself to blame. So she goes on to say that Alejandro... She said to Alejandro, you know, if you're not willing to marry me, then you need to set me free so that I can find someone else that will marry me. And Alejandro's like, well, you know, give me a year to work on our relationship. Let's fix this relationship first and then see what happens. And of course she said, okay, because she wasn't ever going to break up with him in the beginning. So I don't know why we're having this roundabout conversation all the time, because I've told you guys this before. I don't think they ever broke up. She never wanted to break up with him. They were always together. This is just drama for the sake of drama. So back in the ATL, Pedro is in hot pursuit. He is looking for Chantel. Why is he looking for Chantel? He's looking for Chantel because he wants that money. So he pulls up to the house and so in dramatic fashion, you know, how he usually parks in the driveway. He didn't park in the driveway. He parked on the street, walks up. Instead of like trying to get in right away, he rings the doorbell, rings the doorbell again, doesn't work, tries to use the code to get in. Code's been changed. So he can't get in, right? So he's all irritated. He's walking back to his car. He gets like a flash that, oh, I could probably go through the garage. And I have to tell you guys this. I watch all the true crime and I thought about it too. When you're changing your locks, okay, 
this is a PSA. When you're changing your locks, you have to change all the locks. And it's always the door in the garage that you all forget to either change the lock or lock the door because you think since the garage is down, then it's secure. Don't forget to change the lock or lock the door in the garage. That is where the bad person always is able to come in. Change all of the locks. Every door that has a lock, you change the lock. That is what you do. Okay. All right. So um, he gets in through the garage door with his key, the side door, calls out for her as if he's never been there calls out, says, I'm coming up. I'm coming upstairs. She's not there. And he goes through all the drawers and all the cabinets. He's looking for things of value, like a, like a thief. And he's looking for paperwork and he can't find any of it. So he's getting irritated. So now he's like putting conspiracy theories in his mind. And he thinks that she's taking the title to the house and he's surprised how quickly she's moved. In his word, how scheming she is. Well, you're only surprised because you've been scheming and you thought you would pull the wool over her. And you thought she was just going to curl up and continue to cry and beg for you. But instead, when she realized that the begging and crying was, wasn't working, she snapped into it real quick. Real quick. And took action. And you're surprised by that. Because like you said, you thought she was going to be in the bed still crying over him while you're making the moves. Nope. Not today. Not today. Not today, y'all. So he can't find anything. And so he's like, you know what? Two can play at this game. What does he do if he says if she wants a war, she's gonna get a war. So what does he do, you guys? He walks out with a flat screen TV. He walks out with a coffee maker and other items. A purse that he gave her as a gift. He decides that he's gonna. It's obviously a designer purse. He's gonna take it and give it to who? Guess who? His mama. Because oh, that was all part of the plan since get go. Whatever we can bring, because, you know, mama's a gold digger. Whenever you can send her designer stuff, she's on your side. Then he also took, like, more clothes, which is fine. The routers, Christmas gifts that he gave her, red bottom shoes. And I was like, you know what? Right now, you're acting like a crackhead. You know how a crackhead goes into people's places and steals shit that they can go pawn? That's how he's acting. You went and stole her, her red bottoms for real? What are you going to do with the red bottoms besides sell them for money? That's crackish behavior. I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's on crack. I'm just saying he's exhibiting crackish behavior. <laughs> Can you imagine, ladies? You're going to you're you going out. You put on your like nice dress and you are looking for your red bottoms and you feel crazy because you can't find them. Well, guess what? Because the crackhead stole them and they took it to the pawn shop. <laughs> Oh my, god. oh my god so ridiculous so chantelle's in her car and she's thinking about you know i need to take care of myself 
these last couple of days have been the hardest for her. And, you know, she's sad that Pedro didn't give the relationship a fair chance, nor a fair effort. She feels blindsided by this whole thing. And, you know, she feels like this whole little while, past while, Pedro hasn't protected her, hasn't protected her heart, hasn't protected their love, hasn't protected their relationship. And she's like, you know, if he wants this independence, and this is when I was like, girl, yes! These were, this is what she said. He wants this independence, I want this money. Go ahead, Chantel, I'm not even mad at you. Go ahead and do what you gotta do, boo. I am not even mad at you. If this boy was plotting and planning and scheming and scamming, and this whole thing was a relationship scam, then guess what, these past seven years, all that money's yours, all of it, all. Team Chantel, all of it, all of it. Even if he has $5,000, $2,000, two pennies, you take all the monies. Because if it was a scam, it was based on a lie. And you can't tell me that he, in the five minutes that he's been working, he sold so many homes that he was able to get that much money in commissions already. Because he's been a real estate agent for five minutes. I don't believe it. But do I believe uh, BSN, RN, working all those overtime hours throughout the pandemic, put a lot of money into that account? 100%. Your boss lady said, Nicole and Linda are toxic. Well, I'm Linda. I think you're thinking of Lydia. I don't think I'm that toxic, though. <laughs> so Chantel's about to take care of herself, y'all. So Pedro is still looking. He's looking for Chantel. He can't find her anywhere. So he shows up at the family's house and she's not there and he is livid. Uh, she, he is livid. And Thomas is like, you know what? I know something's up because he has never come to the house just like this. I haven't seen him since the housewarming party. And, you know, I haven't reached out, but he hasn't reached out. So I know something's up, right? And then Pedro comes guns a-blazing. Tells Thomas, Chantel stole all the money. She stole all the money in the account. I have no money. Chantel stole it all. And I've tried to call her. She's not answering. I went to the house. She wasn't there. So I'm showing up here and she's not here. <sighs> and then Winter's also there. And Winter's like looking at him, not impressed. And Winter's like, well, you know, she's tried to work this out with you and you have done nothing. She... She's crying to you and you show no remorse. You show no care. He's like, well, she tried to get in my room. Do you think that that's healthy? And again, you're married. Your wife tried to get into the other room in the house that you share. And you think that that's unhealthy. What's unhealthy is not communicating what your needs are, what your boundaries are, what your issues are. What's unhealthy is the fact that you don't want to go to counseling or therapy and let anyone know what the real issue is. What's unhealthy is that if you came over here indeed 
on a marriage scam, then that's unhealthy. To me, sounds to me like you don't know what unhealthy is. And then uh, Winter goes on to say, you know, you came here and you're ruining my day. Like, I'm just trying to go to the park. You come up here, guns a-blazing, talking shit, saying my sister this, my sister that, when really she's been vulnerable to you and, you know, trying to work this out and you've just not done anything. So I don't want to get involved in any of this, she says. But what you're not about to do is you're not about to come up here and talk crazy to us because we're Team Chantel. So you go do you, boo. Bye-bye. And then Pedro's like, well, if I wanted to be bad, he says, I would have cleared the accounts before I left the house. So we go back to the money, you guys, because it's all about the money. It's always been about the money. It's always been about having a better life, achieving the American dream by any means necessary. If that means you have to use a woman to get there, then that's what you're going to do. Because here is her family trying to talk calmly to you about emotions, talk about your relationship, and you just want to talk about the money. And then Thomas, who, you know, we don't always hear from, and you you know things are running amok if Tom Thomas has something to say. And Papa Thomas was like, you know, after four to five years, could this be a marriage scam? Because all of a sudden, you are so unhappy, you know? And Pedro's like, well, I could have gotten my citizenship three years ago. Well, Pedro, you didn't know that until your lawyer just told you last week. And Thomas was hip to his game. Thomas says, is that what your divorce lawyer told you? Well, yes, it is. Yes, it is exactly what his divorce attorney told him. But he didn't know that three years ago. Guess what? Like I said on the top of the show, he would have put this plan in motion three years ago. So Pedro continued to deny that he was scamming. And then we do like the to camera with Mama Karen and she's, you know, obviously my favorite producer asks her, you know, were you with Chantel when she took that money? And Karen's like, what are you talking about? I, I wasn't with Chantel. And she starts like giggling a little bit. Uh, was I there when she went and moved her own money? No. Was I there when she went to the bank and moved her own money? No. And then she's like, what does Pedro mean took the money? In banks, it's quite a right to move your money in a bank. You can move it from one bank to another bank. You can, If it's your money, you can move it. And again, when Pedro is freaking out saying she stole the money, she stole the money, she stole it. She didn't get my permission. That's all like trash. The two of you were joint account holders. It remains to be seen how much of that money was actually yours and how much was hers. And so be it, there you are. And you tried to scam her by taking 5,000 out. She didn't say anything. You got a new apartment. Now she knows what you're up to and she took action and you didn't think she was gonna take that action and now you're mad about it. Whatever, Pedro, the scammer got scammed. Can't be mad.
so the producer says, well, do you know where the money is? And Karen says, I know that the money is in a safe place. Now, she goes on to say, you know, Pedro is using that exact same account without telling Chantel. So if he feels this way about her taking the money, how does he think she felt when he was taking out money, large amounts, without consulting her? Same thing. At the end of the day, Chantel should just be protecting herself. And Karen says that Pedro proved her right. He used Chantel. And when when Pedro thought he got himself in a better position and greener pastures, he made his move. And that's exactly what he did. He made his move. And guess what? He made his move thinking that he had his wife in a place where she was going to just be insecure and not be able to get over it. But she did the bounce back real quick because she knows what's also important to her and she wants to secure her future, her finances, her life. So then, facts, I like that saying. Shade Queen said the hunter got captured by the game. I like that. So all he cares about is the money, it seems to me. And he's still looking for Chantel. He got a notification on his phone that she was in Snellville somewhere at a hotel. And he's off to find her at that hotel. He's talking to Antonella, his co-worker, who just closed on a house and talking about how Chantel robbed him and escaped. Oh, hi, Hilda. Everyone say hi to Hilda. Hilda's new, but she loves my reviews. Well, I'm so happy you're here and welcome to the family, Hilda. Everyone say hi to Hilda. So, He's being super dramatic, saying that Chantel robbed him. She robbed me, and she's escaping. And after I went to this one hotel, she wasn't there. I saw on my phone that she checked into another hotel. So he's literally hotel chasing her. And she moved into a hotel that's closer to the airport. And I saw that she's going to Panama. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Excuse me. Oh, my God. Too crazy. So... He thinks that she's going to escape to Panama with his money. You know, put that money in an offshore account and never, ever, 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 never, ever will he see it again. And you know what? If you believe that conspiracy theory, Pedro, I hope to God that's exactly what she does. I hope she goes ahead and puts it in an offshore account and you don't get one penny of it. Then what are you going to do? All that scheming and scamming for all these years. Now what? So it ends with him finding Chantel in the parking lot. She does have all the paperwork. She is at the hotel. He's trying to take all all the paperwork from her and she's going to call the police. And that's how the episode ends. Woo! Listen, y'all, listen. It's about to get a whole lot stupider. Like Mama Chantel, or yeah, Mama Chantel says, Mama Karen says, it's going to get a whole lot stupider. This looks like it's going to be 100% messy. It already was messy if you guys have seen 
uh, the divorce documents, you know, they're, they're available to the public because they're public record. Uh, I went through them on my news and gossip show and, it, you know, dual restraining orders, you know, a bunch of allegations. It's getting messy. It's getting messy. Uh, yeah. Mama Chantel speaking facts, y'all facts. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much. I've had so much fun. Thank you for joining me. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Support the show. Support the show. Support the show. And I will see you guys all very soon. What is what is Leslie saying here? I missed it. Leslie, I missed your comment. Oh, I missed it. Sorry. Anyways, Joy says, now what's the tea with Pedro? Well, Joy... I only share my news and gossip on my Friday news and gossip show. So consider joining the show. Um, sorry if I say your name wrong. Comfrey says, what's crazy, he actually stole from her on TV. Listen, y'all, it's about to get a whole lot stupider. And I'm here for it. And I'm about to talk about it and all the things. I will see you guys all very, very, very. You know what, Sly Cat? I don't know what the hell is wrong with me. Thank you for reminding me. News and gossip is on Saturdays now. We've done it for so long on Fridays that I just, Sly Cat, it won't stick in my mind for some reason. It won't stick in my mind. I show up on Saturdays, except for last Saturday. But it's on Saturday, not Fridays now. Oh, News and Gossip is the best. It is. It's my favorite show of the week. We definitely, we definitely break some things down. All right, you guys. I'll see you soon. Uh, next show will be uh, Seeking Sister Wife. Because you know I have a lot to say about good old Nick. Bye for now. <laughs>